Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour Podcast. Do you feel like your kids run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore? Running from school to work to activities, I mean, we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time. When you have a free minute, do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore? Is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour, it's 12 months out? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. We love our kids, but being in the thick of it is stressful, and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff. I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, how is everyone out there doing on this Wednesday? How are you doing, Keisha? I'm good. How are you, girl? Hanging in there. It's uh, We're in the heat of September, so trying to survive. Listen, I do enjoy the fall, even though summer, you know, I love summer. I love being out or having the kids be off and all that kind of stuff. I do enjoy the fall atmosphere, the slight chill in the air, the, <laughs> you know, pumpkin spice lattes. I do like fall. I don't want to make it sound like I'm a, you know, a fall hater. That's true. I, hey, my birthday's in the fall, so my birthday's right. In June, so I can't be a hater. <laughs> yeah, the big number. I don't know if you want me to say it. <laughs> you can, girl, you can. It's, it's forty. It's it's out there. It's okay. You know what? I'm not even mad at it. I'm not. I feel so much better going into forty than I did going into thirty. Oddly enough, so I'm good with it. That's good. I think yeah. there's like a beauty of you know what I mean, like owning each new decade. And I feel like as you get older. I hear a lot of women, you know, say the same thing, like, oh my God, when I turned 30, it was so much better than when I turned 20. And I just owned myself more. When I turned 40, I was like, F everybody. And then like, you just get to these certain levels of, of life um, and life stages that I think is, is beautiful to just own yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I know I feel like more confident just as a, a human than I did in That's my awesome. 30s. There's so much, you know, and granted, you know, 30 is when we decide to have kids and all that stuff. And like a lot's changed in the last 10 years for mm-hmm. For you to kind of figure out who you are and what you want in life. So I think 40 is going to be the new like 30. Yeah, I, I agree. I That's feel awesome. I feel better than I did at 32. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yep. Um, I have just been in such hustle bustle mode. <laughs> Not yeah. even just, you know, with it being fall, but also just all summer too. I did do a couple fun things. But other than that, I really just have been in like, grind mode mm-hmm. and I hate even to like say that so just been doing like a lot of working you know obviously working a full-time job and then also other things that I do for work um and extra streams of income and I just like started getting to the point where I'm just like I am tired <laughs> realistically I'm tired and I just started thinking about like I don't want this to be my life Like I appreciate being, you know, a boss mom and all of these things and wanting to have like, you know, obviously a good career and do my own ventures and things like that as far as like different businesses. But I'm just like, I want to live a soft life. (laughs) And all of these thoughts started to come into, into play over the summer. 
And then literally one by one, day by day, I started seeing, all. and I, I don't know if it was just like me attracting these things or if it really just is a movement of like seeing a lot of other women and even podcasts, YouTube videos, like all these things talk about like a soft life. And I'm just like, I think we've just gotten so accustomed to women having to like, you know, hustle, women having to like be a boss, babe, be, you know, all these things yeah. that it's taking away from like, the softness that women should have and the beauty in that and you know wanting to you know not necessarily just like you know put your feet up and eating chocolate and sipping wine all day although (laughs) that is you know that's a piece of it but (laughs) just the beauty and and being able to relax the beauty and and not feel guilty about it that's a whole nother thing especially as a mom like if you have a moment to relax or a moment of you know doing something for self-care for yourself you you feel that guilt, like that you should be doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I had COVID, like, you know, just feeling the guilt of like, I should be doing something like, but yeah. it's just like, girlfriend, like take a moment to relax, like do, you know, enjoy those soft things. I desire to, you know, be in a relationship where I'm, I won't say taken care of, but where I can let my hair down and where I can feel like I'm, you know, like someone's got me type of thing. Mm-hmm. So all of those thoughts have just like led me on this soft life journey <laughs> that I'm trying to be on. And that is just, that's my goal. And I just try to keep it in the forefront of my mind. So I don't, you know, always feel stressed out or feel like I have to be doing something or I have to be grinding. I have to be making money. I have to be, you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you heard anything about it? How do you feel about that? So honestly, I haven't like when you heard that, <laughs> I, now after this, after recording today, though, I'm sure I'm going to see this everywhere. Like it's going to, my phone is listening. Okay. I'm certain of it. So I'm sure it's gonna be popping up all over my newsfeed about the soft thing. I'd never heard it before, yeah. but definitely can understand what you're saying. And I do think that's something that as women we've gotten away from is we always have been trying to prove ourselves to be a high income earner, to be the best mom, to be the best mm-hmm. wife. And it's like at a total detriment of our femininity and our mm-hmm. you know existence as a female in general. Like, I think it's, we are trying to be too hard if that's the opposite yes. of self. Yes. Um, in so many ways, right? Like so many mm-hmm. ways. And I mean, I see it in myself that I'm like, I don't know any other way to go. Like I'm just hard, 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 go, 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 go. And I wonder if it's, besides not being good for like your health overall, if it's like as a society, we're doing damage to ourselves, like just as a female species, you know, like it's kind of scary to think. And you don't want to teach our girls that this is the way, you know, we don't want our girls to see that as the example because it didn't always, it wasn't always like that. It wasn't. And I just think about my grandparents and my grandmom, you know, being, she was just the the epitome of femininity to me. She was just like, and I feel like that's where I got certain qualities from um, when I am being able to, to operate in my femininity. Um, she was cooking, she was, you know, sewing and, you know, just always soft and it made sure there was like music playing in the background and just like all of these like soft little dainty things, like her little perfume, like I can just picture her uh, perfume sitting on top of her vanity and me always wanting to go up there and spray it. And just like those little things that I think make such a big difference especially raising little girls but then also um when it comes to raising little boys and not and I'm not saying that like boys and men you know have to always be working and grinding and you know making sure that they're making ends meet for the family but I do think that men need to get back to that mindset of like being a provider being that person who covers the house being that person who takes on that you know brunt of things physically and mentally because like you said as women 
me being on this journey of, of like realizing all of these things, I've also, you know, realized, like you said, the physical aspect of it. That's why we're having a lot more issues with like fibroids and um, things with our, you know, ovaries and different things when it comes to our womb area, because that's where we take on our stress. Mm -hmm. um, and hello, who had a whole, you know, <laughs> yeah. issue earlier this year with like stuff going on in that area. And I think that just a lot of the things that I've had to go through over the last couple of years of, you know, grieving and, um, you know, just living a whole new, completely different life than I was able to live before. Um, I've started to take on different stresses, like the stress of being the sole provider for my household, making sure that all the bills are paid, making sure that, you know, my kids have the things that they need when they are with me. Again, not to say that, you know, their father obviously does, you know, an amazing job when it comes to things with them, but I have stresses that I have to deal with yeah. in the household for myself. That is just like, you know, like it just, I don't want to say worry, but you just take on that stress of <laughs> provider, wow. trying to make sure, you know, the house is clean, trying to make sure they're, you know, getting up to school, trying to make sure they're doing this at the third and all this like hustle, 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 go, go, go. That the softness and femininity that I feel like I was able to have in other seasons of my life have dissipated a little bit <laughs> um, and made me, you know, have to be so much harder, made me have to like put my emotions on pause. Cause I'm like, if I am too emotional, then I lose focus and I can't lose focus. Cause then it's going to take me off my grind. And did it just like the whole nine. And I'm just trying to find a good way to balance the both as a woman. I think that balance is the key, but it's impossible, right? It is. Like, <laughs> as a society, I think we've gotten so far away from that traditional family setup because mm -hmm. it takes two incomes to keep a house together. It takes, you know, it takes a village to do everything. Mm -hmm. and it used to be you could live a good life on one income. Right. And I think that the world that we're living in makes it so much harder for us to take that back seat in any respect not even just from a financial but from a like household manager from a like, you have to do everything and be so involved there's no time it feels like there's no time for a break right a lot of the time and I blame society like I don't think absolutely it's, a, like, it's just this rat race that we're all living and it's I don't think men are really suffering as much as women are right now I think right they're just like oh, well, women are doing all of this stuff. And I, this is very generalization, like very generally speaking. I know this is not everyone's scenario, but I just see like men being like, oh, well, it's an e everything's equal because everybody fights for that equality. But right. I do think there's something about a male figure stepping up mm -hmm. and having a different role in a family and where a woman steps up in different ways. Right. And it's not often as respected. Right. And I think that's like the challenge here. I don't know how to make it balanced. Right. I think that's very hard. Yeah. I mean, balance in so many ways is such a, it's a word that <laughs> it should, it shouldn't even be in our vocabulary because it's so right. hard to find and sometimes not realistic. But, um, but like you said, when the, the masculine energy and the masculine, you know, man is able to rise up in that way, I feel like then it allows us as women to be able to live in a certain level of femininity that we should live in and that we can, you know, be able to, to feel more safe in like, you know, like I said, just being on my journey of hearing so much about this and researching different things. Like I had to think back to my own life of, you know, just when have I felt very feminine, mm -hmm. but, you know, if it was, and not to say, first of all, number one, a man being in my life, yes or no, does not mean that I feel more feminine than, you know, I do in one right. season versus not, but 
thinking back to like certain people that I've been around that have allowed me to be able to to be myself I think I think femininity is number one feeling safe femininity is being able to operate in your fullness of yourself because then you can operate fully creativity like in, in creativity you can operate fully in you know just gentleness caring kindness like all of these things that you give off because you feel safe or protected or all of those things um and then just certain things that I have done or or did in certain in certain seasons, like I've noticed I've gotten away to a lot of things before that was like, I did used to be a really feminine woman. Like I uh-huh. love baking. I love cooking. I love um, sewing and, you know, being creative, like creative and all those, you know, little crafts and stuff like that. But I've gotten so away from that just because, again, my mind is in such a grind, 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 go, 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 you know, do this, do that type of thing that I haven't been able to fully just like embody that again and that's kind of the journey that I'm on right now yeah it's funny some of the point not funny but some of the points that you just said so I found this little thing on Pinterest and it kind of breaks up mask natural masculine natural feminine and under natural feminine is emotional which you mentioned Mm -hmm. intuitive creative which you mentioned surrender which in a way you kind of mentioned um like surrender to being yourself stillness and vulnerability like you hit like almost and I didn't even know and you didn't even know and but so, it's so that, that's, that's natural femininity. And then it says wounded feminine is codependency, inauthentic and insecure. Mm. So it's like, again, hitting all, all those points where you're like, you can't be yourself. You don't feel safe or secure in a relationship or who you are, you know, all these things mm-hmm. being codependent on others, you know, for your own happiness, yada, yada. Yeah. It's exactly what you basically just said without us even talking about it. Wow. Um, and then the reverse of that. So na- natural masculine focus confident logical stability clarity and assertive mm-hmm. and then wounded masculine is control aggression and dominance which makes total sense it does so you know i thought that was a little a good little blah blurb of uh kind of what we're talking about even though we didn't even prep that like i totally just pulled that before <laughs> no, <laughs> no this it's spot on and it's so true and um it is just so true. <laughs> I can't, you yeah. know, emphasize it enough. Um, I lost your hand thought. Anything else that you wanted to, <laughs> to well, say? To the- well, something is that like something that I was thinking about when we were just talking that women are from Mars, men are from Venus. Is that kind of also speaking to this energy that women versus men have? Um, I mean, I think so. I think, like you said in the beginning, as society, there's been so many things that have been blurred because we're almost competing against each other instead of being able to operate in our true essence of ourselves and be that true, like yin and yang of, you know what I mean? Like being able to balance each other type of thing. So I think there is a certain thing as far as like men are from Mars, women are from Venus, because we think different, we operate different, we love different, like all those things is different, but there's a beauty in those differences. And I think so much of it, like you said, we're just trying to compete against each other or be equal and all of those things which is needed I'm not saying that women are supposed to be you know in this submissive role of not being equal to a man that is true but operating in your true femininity and true you know essence of being a woman I think is also very beautiful and very needed too yeah no for sure I mean 100% I just it made me think of that book and that the dichotomy between men versus women and all things you know mm-hmm. but um but yeah I'm oh, sorry no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say, so a piece of this journey has also, you know, just been me realizing that even this even goes into my mothering. So as a mom and, you know, a, a 
mom when I have my kids by myself I'm a single mom I've taken on a hardness of and this is another thing too that I, I hear so many women say you always hear a single mom say that they have to be both mom and dad mm-hmm. you never hear a single dad say they have to be both mom and dad and certain things when it comes to especially when it comes to Logan um you know, with him being a boy and disciplining him and all this kind of stuff, I feel like I've taken on a hardness that I've now started to realize. And now I'm, I'm trying to roll back because I'm like, even though I am the mom and I am, you know, the, the sole parent in my household, um, I don't want to take on that hardness and for him not to see a feminine woman and for him to think that like a woman is supposed to, you know, do all this stuff, have all these jobs, do all this hustle. Da, 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 da. And even the way I speak to him, like I want to make sure that I'm, you know, not yelling, not, you know, being so harsh. And then I'm able to operate in this like level of, of love and care for him mm-hmm. that I would, whether if there's another, you know, male figure in the house or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so many levels to it. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I think, like I said, there's certain things that I realized that I operate in naturally when I do feel more feminine. Like I said, the cooking, the baking, even just how I feel. So one funny thing, when I went to Invest Fest, like I said, I'm on this journey. So it's already been in my mind. And one thing I started to notice was just like, when it comes to attracting men, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like the type of man that I want to attract would want a super feminine woman and you know want me in that state that I like I said I naturally used to be in but now I'm just like I gotta get back to that so I was doing all this like you know I don't say mind work but all this like you know preparation of just like all right think about like you know how I feel when I'm in my feminine all this stuff so I was in there around many 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 men (laughs) which was really nice um it was definitely one of those arenas where it was you know more men than women um and I can't even explain, like, you have to ask my girlfriend that was with me, the amount of attention that I got, I wasn't wearing anything super revealing, I wasn't, you know, dressed all crazy, and even me and myself, like, right now in this state that I'm in, I don't feel my best, because I'm not, like, where I want to be as physically as far as my weight, but I just made sure to kind of just, like, let all those things go, Uh and just operate in that true feminine of just, like, confidence, softness, you know, looking at a guy and, you know, smiling and being friendly and all those kind of things. And I got so much attention. That's awesome. Naturally, like whether it was guys that were talking to me, whether they complimented me, whether I said, it was just all of these things that I was just like, wow, this is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So to any of my sisters out there <laughs> that are single, um, you know, if that is something that you desire to be in a relationship, you know, think about how you operate in that femininity when you're in public and, um, you know, being soft, being friendly, smiling, all those kind of things, because um, you just, you attract different things and different people when you're operating in that way yeah no no doubt I mean if you're just owning who you are and your femininity and you're just in it and you just decided to throw all the other bullshit out mm-hmm. it's going to attract everything good yeah I that. yeah it's so beautiful so it's, that's it's my tough. spiel on femininity <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, like good, I, said, I didn't even think about the topic like you totally opened my eyes to it and um now I know I'm gonna see it everywhere just like you were you're gonna see it everywhere but like I said I do feel like it's a movement because a lot of our society has just gotten so far from that there's even a, an attack against like women in the, in the femininity when you think about the things as far as Roe v Wade and yeah. all these things of you know other things that I hear that you know are trying to happen when it comes to controlling women's bodies and all this kind of stuff like there's just I feel like there's an attack on women in a femininity like aspect of it that 
is so deep <laughs> that, you know, this is a small surface level thing, but, you know, just, just be on the lookout of how you act and how you feel when you do feel more feminine versus, you know, any other kind of way. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So are we ready for the, the last, last call? The last call. Sorry. You go first this week with your shot. Cause I know you always like to end on a positive patty note. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Um, my shot is okay. So Logan started football and, you know, you have the parents and all the kids there that are like, you know, obviously their, their sons are out there playing football, but the other families are out, out and about. So the football field is actually by a playground, which is super convenient because Olivia can go play. Yeah. Um, so there's this little boy and we don't know any of these families because obviously we're new to the football arena. Um, and you know, we're playing on the playground, this little boy, you know, she's like, playing with her kind of flirting with her in their own little like five-year-old way <laughs> four or five-year-old way and um and then she comes back over to sit where me and her dad are sitting and then he like coming with us like and he's like following her and like just being like super clingy with her but then it just started to get to this point where it was just like how do you kindly tell a little child like okay that's enough because it was certain things that it was just like you know obviously germs are everywhere kids don't care about those kind of things right. but I do Right. As a mom. So she's like blowing bubbles with her little bubble wine. And he's like blowing back to kind of like blow the bubble in her face, which is kind of creating like spit. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like, oh. the, the boundaries were just so off and so not there. Um, and it was just making me cringe. And we did try to just be like, okay, like, you know, like she's going to stay over here now with us. Like you can go play, but it's just like, how do you kindly you know what I mean like just tell someone to go away even if it is a child oh yeah but it, it made me cringe like I said from a um a distance and boundaries you know bubble standpoint just like okay like thank you for playing with us I don't know it made me want to take a shot though yeah, <laughs> I can understand that like stage five clinger kind of almost yeah and then he was like <laughs> eating pretzels and then like spitting while he was talking so a piece of the pretzel fell on my oh, shoulder yeah. like girl I wanted to oh my god I wanted to cry mm, not cool. but, but precious precious baby <laughs> um, anyway what made you want to take a shot this all week? right so we were over some friend's house a couple weekends ago and the kids were playing for like hours outside. They were doing all like chalk. They were doing pool. They were on playgrounds, like whatever. They were having a ball for literally like eight hours outside. Mm -hmm. Closer to the end of the evening, they decide that the mud table is what they want to play with. So fine, like a sand table, but like they created mud with it basically. Well, somehow little Miss Bianca has like a whole pile of mud in her hair. I wanted to die because I'm like thinking to myself this is going to be the biggest pain in the butt to get yeah. out so my daughter has long curly like it's pretty thin but it's kind of thick and it's like it's just a lot yeah it's dense but thin if that makes sense you thought her hair like she's just got yeah. a lot of freaking hair yeah and in this curly mop I got mud that I have to scrub out of her hair no. like sand and mud Oh my so, gosh. Listen, I was like, if you go anywhere near that mud table again the rest of the night, I'm shaving you bald. That's <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm not doing any more mud. There's already too much in your head. So I was no. so pissed and I wanted to take a shot right then and there. So that's my I shot. I would definitely want to take a shot to that. Not mud in the hair. I've had that with Logan, not mud, but like dirt in his hair from like being on baseball fields and like the kids kicking dirt you know playing around but I'm just like mm -hmm. you can't get that stuff in your hair first of all ringworm like and all these other kind of things like gross mm -hmm. no not I cool take, 
Not cool. Not cool. But I'm a girl. (laughs) What do you want to take a toast to this week? My toast is just, you know, just those beautiful moments that you have when your kids, you know, especially our kids are the same age and they're a boy and a girl. And, you know, sometimes they have friction, but then other times when they're just like playing together so beautifully, it's just like warms my heart so much. Mm -hmm. So I just heard them playing um, the other day and it's funny because I've learned when they're playing nicely, don't go in the room, don't say anything extra to like... (laughs) make it you know stop because those moments I usually go and I'm like oh y'all are playing so nicely and then all of a sudden it's I hate you so I don't interrupt <laughs> them at all but I just heard them playing it was like for a good time too it was like almost an hour because I was working wow. and they were just playing um just pretend wrestling and uh, they were using the Alexa t- to put on like the wrestling music and oh, Logan wow. loves wrestling, but he, you know, obviously wants to get his little sister involved in it. So they were like pretend wrestling this big Mickey that, that they have. Um, and just like I said, just hearing them play together so nicely for a long period of time, it just, it makes me so, so happy. And I just I love that. hope and pray. And I, I do see them having like such a, a close bond in the future um, as siblings that I just think is so beautiful. So I just, I love my babies. <laughs> uh, you have to like keep those moments in your head when they're driving you nuts too. <laughs> I have tried to start because like I said, they go from one end of the spectrum to the other so quickly okay. that I get involved and I get I get more um upset about it, I think, than they do. Yeah. Because they'll be at each other's neck. I hate you. I'm over there. Like I don't want you as a sister anymore. Like all these right. things. Right. And then a minute later be playing together mm-hmm. and I'm like why like why am I getting myself all worked up <laughs> and they'll y'all are back to, they'll figure it out yeah. yes oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> what about you what are you taking a toast to this week I'm taking a toast to you already know this but I ended up switching gears with my birthday plans and instead of going away to Miami for five days we were able to book a seven-day cruise and I'm so excited because cruise yes. is my jam And I'm just so excited about it to be back on a boat again after the pandemic and all of the crap that's happened in the last two years. I'm just so excited. Yay. I'm happy for you. Cruising is so fun. I miss it so much. Yes. Where are you going? So it goes to Puerto Puerto Rico, Grand Turk, and Dominican Republic, I think. Nice. Nice, nice. I don't even care if I stay on the boat. Like, I really don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good with it. And it's right. I actually haven't cruised on Carnival before, but NCL didn't have any ones that worked with the date and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going on, like, one of their newest boats. From It literally started sailing in 2021. So I'm really excited about that, too, because it's, like, a nice, new, humongous boat. So yeah, super excited. I want to take all the drinks for that. (laughs) Yes. Cheers to that and cheers to it being your birthday trip. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you everyone for tuning in this week. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 